Welcome back to On The Spot. We missed the spot yesterday. Yeah. We're a day late, dollar short, all that okay. good stuff. But we found it. We're back here. We're on it. And we're talking. I'm here with my brothers, Kelly and Devin. Yo. Uh, it's good to see you guys this morning, bright and early on this Thursday morning. Um, nowhere else I would rather be other than still in bed or you know, in my house, in my recliner, drinking coffee or Let's just stick with there's no. Let's just let's just stick with there's nowhere else that I would rather be this morning. Um, you gentlemen doing well? Blessed. Yeah. Good. Good. Kelly, classes good. cranking back up. Oh, it's back great. In. Love it, man. I love being back in there. Chapel's awesome. Yeah, good. I watched yeah. the replay of that on Tuesday. Looked good. Yeah, twice a week. Yeah. Know. Praise God. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's find out the word of the day. Ooh. I'm uh, I'm in charge of it this week. And we're going to go with detachment. 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 Um, and we're, we're going to kind of focus in on uh, what I would consider maybe to be positive or benevolent or healthy detachment today. Gotcha. So we, we kind of did the mindlessness thing already, which is kind of an unhealthy detachment. Uh, and <clears throat> I feel like that's one of the things I was asked the other day by someone just kind of in passing. They said, what do you feel like? the average churchgoer kind of misunderstands about the pastor, about those in leadership. Uh, and, and, and the question was stated, uh, apart from just kind of like the misunderstanding of the kind of like the day-to-day, you know, because it's one of those things that there's so many areas in life like this. Pastoring is not just the only area I understand this, but uh, unless, unless you is a pastor... It's hard to understand. It's almost impossible to understand. I mean, truly, you know, kind of what goes on. Um, so they were asking me, they like, beyond that, what do you feel like maybe is the most misunderstood uh, or the, you know, most unappreciated thing or whatever, the things that we're not aware of about pastoring? And, and after some contemplation, I said, it would probably, probably have to be just how important that rest and detaching can be in the life of, of your pastor mm. um, because that's one of those things that is really can be challenging to come by if you're not intentional with it. You know, if, mm-hmm. if you're not intentionally resting, intentionally um, detaching at moments, then I, I promise you there's going to always be something that can occupy your time. Um, so let's talk a little bit, maybe from a biblical perspective, in the life of a believer, what do we feel like is healthy detachment? Why is it important? And maybe what does it look like as we're recording here today? I'd be interested to hear your all's initial thoughts as you've had just a couple moments to, uh, to kind of process through what uh, this word detachment in a healthy way is. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I'm going to come to just a different, little bit different aspect of detachment there. First of all, we have to be detached from the things of the world. That's a healthy mm-hmm. detachment. The Romans Bible 12. Says, Romans 12. Romans yeah. 12 and First uh, John 2, mm-hmm. 15 through 17. Do not love the world or the things in the world. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. So God, God calls us to a detachment from the things in the world. That's totally healthy. We need to be aware 
aware. As a matter of fact, in Ephesians 5, it tells us to walk circumspectly. Mm-hmm. In other words, to be aware of our surroundings so that we won't be foolish but wise. I think that's another healthy detachment as we look at the world, the course of this world, the way things that the God of this world has designed things to trap up trap us up so there's part of that you know detachment from the traps of this world um i think there there has to be a detachment from the things that will so there can be an attachment to god Ooh, I like that. okay let's stay with this. <laughs> yeah. he just he just trademarked that right there I, on the yeah spot. i mean i think we should just stop the show right here that was Amen. enough bro yeah. i mean <laughs> say that was great yeah <laughs> And tune in next week. Oh, I like to say law. Thank you, brother. That was awesome. No, that was that was great, bro. I mean, you know, uh, yeah. I was just like over here, like, well, yeah, you got to detach because it's yeah, good. When you got the rotary valve girder thing, the jiggy, right? No, I, I was thinking about uh, when I used to work at the mill um, way back in the old days in the particle board mill I worked at for a long time, and. Uh, I knew a lot of people that would take their work home with them, you know, and, mm. and I never really understood that because when I worked at the mill, man, I'd clock out, I'd get in my car and it was like, see you later. <laughs> you know, I don't put any more thought into this place, you know, at all. But, but then I got into ministry. I went into full-time ministry at Southside in Lebanon. And then I realized how hard it is to detach sometimes, you know, kind of like what you, how you led into this. And uh, I saw that, you know, the phone kept ringing after I went home and, and, you know, it didn't, you couldn't just, I wasn't able to just do that. And so when I think of detachment, I think of also like boundaries, you know, because like you were talking about the world, you know, we are in this world, we're stuck in this world. There's nothing we can do about that until God calls us home. But, uh, but we have to be detached from the world in, in a way, like you said. And I think that it kind of like looks like that with my with with that job, I guess is what I'm saying that, you know, I had to be I had to be there. I had to be present. You know, I had to be involved, but I, I didn't want to be too involved because then it was taken away from my family and and all that kind of stuff. So that's kind of my initial thought. Yeah, I was I, I was listening to a devotion. I believe it was yesterday. Um, and I'm. I, I, I agree with the premise that the brother was presenting. I respectfully disagree with kind of some of the finer points of his takeaways. But he was talking about that we as believers, we are amphibious. Mm-hmm. We can use either hand. Yeah. Well, that's wait, really wait for good, no, no. Wow. <laughs> I think it's ambidextrous. Okay. okay, not for sure there. But no, he, but he was saying that we... I didn't know we were fish, though. <laughs> that we're amphibious, that we should be as comfortable with the spiritual as we are uh, comfortable in this world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, mm. okay, I, I get what you're saying, you know, that we're residents of two places, right? You know, we're ambassadors here. We're his representatives. We're citizens of the kingdom of heaven. I, but yet we're living in this world. And I get what you're saying, but I don't think I need to be as comfortable living in the world as what I am in the spiritual. No, I, I think that I should be more comfortable and seek greater comfort from the things of the kingdom of God in that spiritual realm than what I find here in yeah. this physical world. Mm-hmm. And I, I love the fact, Devin, that you brought up the detachment from something in order to be attached in a greater way, in a greater capacity to something else. Mm-hmm. Because I think that that's probably what gets the majority of Christians in trouble and why they struggle in their walk is we're trying to remain attached yeah. to the ways of this world 
but yet adopt and adapt and, and conform to these new ways of the kingdom of heaven and be attached to them, and you can't do both. You know, you, you can't be divided. Right. You can't serve two masters. Mm. Um, and, and, and I love, Kelly, what you said there about that, that priority of setting the boundaries mm-hmm. of like this is a time of detachment. And here's where the danger comes in, going back to the mindlessness thing. If we draw that boundary and we detach from something, then the danger becomes just going into a mindless state. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the doom scrolling, uh, the <laughs> binge watching of just non-essential stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? And listen, it can be enjoyable. I get it. I do it. Sure. You know, But I look at the example that Jesus set for us. Whenever he was traveling, I mean, we see these years in his ministry, and it's recorded so often that at the end of a massively long, exhausting traveling day, that the disciples basically collapsed at whatever camp they were making at the night, wherever they were staying at the night. And then it records in the Gospels that Jesus would stow away to go and spend time Mm -hmm. with the Father. Mm. Um, and, and that has always really stood out to me of the importance of not only detaching from the world, but Jesus was detaching from his ministry to a degree mm-hmm. as well to make sure that he refreshed himself in the presence of the Father. And to me, there's no other healthier detachment uh, than we can have is attaching ourselves to the Father. Right. I love that. I think that that's such a key. You know, the, the Bible says that he rose early in the morning, as was his custom. The detachment from the world for Jesus was, you know, for him getting refreshed, mm-hmm. rejuvenated, mm-hmm. renewed, just as he told the disciples, I have food to eat of which you do not know. No, and even when the enemy came to him and he said, hey, you're hungry, turn these stones into bread because the Bible said that he was hungry. But during that time where he was fasting those 40 days and 40 nights, detaching from everything, even food, you know, he chose to allow God to be his sustenance and his strength. And that's the way that he survived, you know, um, Moses is another one, you know, mm-hmm. 40 days and 40 nights without food and water. I mean, that's pretty amazing. And, and you know, because he was in the presence of God, his face glowed. And, uh, you know, so there was definitely detachment and attachment right there because he cried out even for more attachment. I want to see your glory. Mm. Even after spending all that time, he wasn't satisfied. He said, I need more of you. And I think that's such a key aspect that when we see the very son of God, detaching from this world to attach further man how much more should be that be our example uh to be rejuvenated to get into that place hey these things because i love what you said earlier it's easy to get bombarded mm-hmm. um when i was inside uh, prison and when i was inside prison man it was there was non-stop ministry i mean there's people around you there was 300 people that lived with me. There was, you know, every person had problems and issues and fightings and whatever battles were going on. So there's continual barrage. if I didn't stay in prayer, if I didn't stay, you know, detached from them sometimes to withdraw to be by myself, you know, he, you know, he had to withdraw to be by himself. There was a, a point I needed to get refilled. And, you know, I, I think what you said, sometimes, hey, I just needed to let have that mindlessness, which could be healthy at times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That detachment, you're just like, hey, because even 
Elijah is another example. God said, hey, man, it's too much for you. Go sleep. The journey's too much for you right now. Just sleep and eat. And I think Here's a snack. Take a nap. <laughs> exactly. Yes, Lord. Yeah, talk about a say law moment. <laughs> Boom, right there. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. Because God, we, And we need to pray to God's spirit saying, hey, Lord, I even know, because sometimes we'll burn ourselves out. Especially, you know, pastoring, ministering, you can really get over-involved. People want you to do everything. And I think that's an important aspect that we got to learn to say, hey, Lord, I don't know when to stop. Can you help me out here? Yeah. This morning I was uh, just feeling a little bit of the weight of my schedule, my, my school, you know, the, this semester. And 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 uh, <clears throat> I just, I could feel this weight, this burden, this pushing down on me this morning. And, you know, as I opened up my phone and and just kind of waking up at four o'clock this morning and, and uh, it, it was just like this stress, you know, this, this unrest and... Um, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna read my devotional, you know, and, <clears throat> but, uh, but like, like what you said, I, I was able to detach from the stress of this life. And, and I went to, and I attached myself, you know, to God and to his word, you know, I prayed, looked at a devotional, and then I started studying for this Sunday. And man, for a good hour, man, I was full of peace. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I was able to just detach from that stress. And I, I mean, this is, this is good stuff because this is, this is key. This is why, you know, we are, we, we spend every morning, you know, uh, like you said, you know, uh, in, in Psalm 119, uh, one of my favorite, it's just huge, you know, 180 verses or something, but it, it says I rise early before dawn, you know, and, and I spend time with God essentially is what it says, you know, and I just, I love that. And it's, it's that man you start your day like that you detach from the world right from the very beginning of the day mm. and uh to find that just to get your bearings and focus i think is is cool is kind of crucial too good stuff yeah yeah and this is you know we've we've made mention quite a bit about you know like ministry and pastoring and stuff mm-hmm. this is trust me this is not just a pitfall of pastoring sure. you know i mean we all this mm. is applicable to every single believer yes. uh, that is trying to not be conformed to this world, yeah. but being transformed by the renewing of our mind, because that's ultimately what this takes, is a renewal of our minds, yeah. a renewal of our, of our hearts and our focuses and what we prioritize. Um, you know, a couple areas that I've always laughingly, but it's, it's very true, that I used to detach on a regular basis uh, is when I go to the gym. You know, one of those areas is mm-hmm. when I go to the gym. And it, that that's a wonderful time for me to be able to just pop the earbuds in, just go try to, you know, lift heavy things, you know, those <laughs> two and a half and five pound plates. Um, you know, but it's just a little bit of a detachment, a little bit of an escape out for me. But I also have to be careful there because I'm also surrounded by people sometimes in the gym that are hurting. True. that that look and they see me coming in and and they're like man i was kind of hoping that you would be in here mm. today when i was in here and and it would be really easy for me to have and i have before love to say that i didn't but kind of have a poor attitude and be like dude i just want to come in here and lift yeah. um but that's an area that i'm able to find some detachment another is to pop the earbuds in and get on the lawnmower uh, and, and do, yeah. do my yard work. Um, but here's what I've found out about that as well, that 
even though that most of the time when I'm lifting, I'm listening to worship music, I'm listening to a devotion, I'm listening to a sermon, whatever, same thing with mowing, is that I don't make those my attachment. Right. Like I get so caught up in being attached to certain things in my moments of detachment that it continues to take me away from just spending that time with God. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I'm going to be still for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm, I'm not going to have anything going in um, because that's, I, it's almost like we have to have a constant source of noise mm-hmm. of something mm-hmm. that's going on. So let's take this last little segment that, that we're going to talk here. Let's talk about the importance of just that quiet time with God. Just those moments of where nothing else is going on. Jesus stowing away up on top of a hill to get away mm-hmm. from everything else. What 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 comes to your all's mind when we think about that, when we talk about that? I was thinking about the neg you know, you kinda of looking now we're kinda of looking at this how this can become negative, you know. Right. The 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 detachment and, and I think that's a great thing to address because we can become detached and then we attach that, you know, detachment, if you will, into a, you know, an obsession or maybe an, an addictive behavior. Even, I mean, it could even be a hobby. You know, we become, we can, we can, we can say, well, this is just how I unwind. And before you know it, you know, I used to run around with a lot of guys that when we were just obsessed with paintballing for a while, right? That's like, well, this is how we detach from life. And we just kind of de-stress, you know? And so we paintballed all the time. It's all we ever talked about and thought about all of a sudden, right? And so I think it's, you have to be careful, like you said, where you're not just detaching from, you know, the stress of the world and then attaching to some other worldly thing. We have to keep God as number one focus of our, you know, of our, our detached time, if you will, you know, because easily you can just, I've seen it myself, you know, vehicles, mud trucks, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can, can attach it. I, you know, I, that's an important aspect too when you're looking at, hey, what are we attaching to in our detachments? Um, anything could become an idol. You know, it doesn't matter. Our detachments could become an idol. So, but I think that when we're, when we're listening to what Holy Spirit is telling us, when we're walking in the Spirit, you know, I think about this. This is such a great aspect. Jesus walked in the Spirit always. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, it's a struggle to get to that place. You know, I'm so distracted by my, my own thoughts and this, it, you know, I'm, is that you, Lord? You know, I'm, I want to know what he wants me to do. And I want to live and walk and be moving in the spirit of God so that I can know, Hey, sometimes when I need to be attached other times when I'm at the gym or whatever, that, uh, that interruption is a divine appointment in my detachment. You know, God's mm-hmm. like, Hey, cause even Jesus went with him after he heard that John the Baptist was dead, drew apart by himself. And what happened? God said, Hey, well, hold on. That's not my plan for you right now. I'm going to send these 3000 people over here because you need to feed them and minister. Just to them. a few, just, just a few people, just a yeah. few interruptions yeah. over here. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, and the disciples are like, send them away, you know? Uh, so <laughs> that, that's, that's me. I was leading the charge on it. Me and Peter were there side by side. I was like, get rid of them. Get rid of these. I'm tired out here already. And I just think that it is so important that we realize that we need to be in contact with God first and foremost, that our first primary attachment is to him because he is going to lead us in detachment and attachment and the healthy sides of both things, you know, because it's easy. Last night I was watching some Star Wars stuff and I, there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, I was, after I watched it, I was like, well, 
you know, I just thought about where my heart was drawn to while I was watching that. You know, I'm like, am I drawn to God or not drawn to God? You know, and I was thinking, just kind of weighing these things out because I want to do that. It doesn't. I don't have anything against those shows. Uh, you know, I mean, are, are we talking about the original? No, it uh, wasn't. It was. Uh, well, then there's definitely something wrong with those. <laughs> it was the Mandalorian, so it was. Mm-hmm. You know, anyway, so um, and I, but I just as I I sat there, I was like, hey. What do I want to be attached to? And it was this kind of thing interesting that you brought there because I was like, what do I want to further in my life? And and I think every Christian should ask them, are you being drawn to God and att- detaching from the world? Or are you attaching to the world and drawn away from God by whatever you're doing? It doesn't matter. Therefore, whether we eat or drink or whatever we do, let us do everything to the glory of God. Word. Word. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking about how I, uh, I over the years, I, I, I was so, I guess, you know, I, I, I was so prone to always like where I just shared to always attach to things that I, I've just like over the years, I've just detached from so many things of this world, you know, like it says by the renewing of your mind, you know, and uh, that, that we become these new people. And I read something this morning that on Facebook, this friend of mine from back in the old, old, old days, uh, her name's Angie, and and we were friends, and for from middle school on, and she she shared this thing. It said basically, the people that know you today never will never know your you know the that old you. Basically, is essentially what it said. It said it in a real clever you know Facebooky way though, real catchy you know. But uh, <laughs> but I thought, man, it is so true. People will never know. When I share my testimony, a lot of the times people are like, there's no way. Mm-hmm. You were what? You did what? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Praise God for that. Yeah. But that's a lot of that's because I've detached myself you know, from so much of that old behavior, and God has renewed me and just changed my life to radically, you know, just in a radical way. But it, it's because you know, of that attaching to that new thing you know, that is God, you know? Mm. And spending time with him, so much time with him. Yeah. Behold, I make all things new. Yeah. You know, and it's just, I, I love that thought, that concept, because here we're, we're sitting here as three brothers who um, you know, are close now. And all we know about each other's past is what we've told yeah. the other. You know, it's like, right. you know, there, there's a lot of people in this town that, that know me, uh, <laughs> that, that know my background. But, you know, it's like, I see and know the Kelly now. Yeah, see and I know the Devin now, and you guys see and know the Ben that that's now. Right. Um, but man, what what an awesome thought! The way that we see how Christ through that union, through that attachment, yeah, can take take what was, and allow that to shape and form what is for His glory. Yeah. Um, and 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 a thought that I would leave you with is even in maybe the drier times of our lives, of things that we might consider to be um, a wilderness-type experience, a barren-type landscape, so to speak, in our lives. Um, I just want to encourage you with something that Devin had made reference to, that Jesus, he, he was always led by the Spirit. You know, like there was never a, mm-hmm. a moment of detachment um, that we see in his earthly ministry where there was a detachment there and his greatest moment of temptation upon this earth was 40 days in a wilderness Mm -hmm. like a desert Mm -hmm. um, famine stricken type area you know there's not a lot of growth uh, physically to sustain you there 
And scripture records that he was led by the Spirit mm-hmm. into the wilderness to be tempted. Um, it's it's not always the lush green lands that we're led into for our moments of growth. And that's why this attachment to him, detachment from the world and attachment to him is so very important um, to know where he's taking us, where he's leading us Mm -hmm. and what he's doing in our lives. Do you guys agree? Amen. Amen, bro. Good deal. Well, guys, we thank you for joining us on the spot here. We're going to pray in just a moment, but before we do, I want to remind you to um, rate, review, like, subscribe. Uh, we we can build another building if you want to send in money to put your name on a brick. Uh, no, I'm, I'm kidding with that last part. Please know that. But like, subscribe, whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on, we appreciate your support. And I would like to ask Devin if he would to close us in a word of prayer this morning. Father, thank you so much uh, for your love for us. It is that your love has shown itself so evidently in the cross of Jesus Christ that we can say we're forgiven, we're redeemed, and the power of his resurrection, that we have new life. And we just thank you. Lord, we long, we desire to be attached to you. We desire for your spirit just to be moment by moment in our lives because life is exciting with you. And we just thank you for that, Lord. We just ask that you would use us, Lord, that you would lead us into a further detachment from the things of the world into attachment of you. And Lord, that you would help us to attach to people in the sense that we could minister to them and love them as you love them. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.